shall we get down to business, ladies? <laughs> Let's go. All right. So, hello, ladies. Today in Disney news, I didn't really have a lot, actually. But one thing that I think is quite interesting and timely, happy Black History Month, um, mm-hmm. is that they are thinking of putting together a Black Panther television show. Hey. So, an episodic tramps through Wakanda. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it. Uh, but I'm wondering what would they do? what will they show? Like what, what would a show about Wakanda be about? Because, you know, they said that they were not going to recast Chadwick as Black Panther. So I don't know if that means that they're not recasting Black Panther at all, or if they're going to like move forward in time or backwards in time and play and make another Black Panther because Black Panther is like a, a, a mantle that you put on. Yeah. So we, we're not going to get another T'Challa but we may get other Black Panthers. And maybe it could be, and these are ideas, don't steal this idea, Disney, but like it could be like separate episodes and of, of different Black Panthers, like maybe from, like show us what the first Black Panther was doing and then show us what like, you know, a century later what was happening. And you know what I mean? Like it would be interesting to see that, I think. I would like to see that like per season. I could see like, you know, laying the foundation in the first season and maybe staying in the present and in the next season we go back but I wouldn't want that to happen per episode because I want there to be a story I want him to get a storyline I want him to get a fully developed like plot Mm -hmm. and have it be a real like episodic show I want it to be a good show yes yes and, and and I think um I think we should talk about Black Panther and it's role in uh cinema and in the culture we should probably tackle that uh as a show as some disney's that we get to Uh, but i'm excited about this um this show as we can see or as we have seen they're not too bad with the mcu shows uh when they moved it to tv um because i'm really enjoying wandavision I am also enjoying One Division. I just, I, I'm going to hold off on saying that they can deliver a good show because it's for me, it's about how the show ends and like mm. as as much as how consistent it is throughout the seasons. Because don't mm-hmm, get me started mm-hmm. on Game of Thrones. Okay. I was gonna say, you sound like a Game of Thrones fan. Oh my great. gosh! Oh my okay. god! I feel like we talk about Game of Thrones every oh, episode. Yeah. Game of Thrones and that whack ass ending. I don't want to. I don't want to get into that, but yeah. HBO has a HBO has a track record of making good shows from the beginning and then ending them in the shittiest way possible. And so I just want to make sure that Disney is not also going to do that. We know that they can make a movie, but can they make a show? Don't know yet. One Division is okay. very young. All One right. Division is very young. It's good, but it's a. It's a chillin'. All right. Um, I loved the episode. I've, I've been on this ride for the entire time, and I've already known, you know, what, this, what was happening. Um, I really, really am excited to see all the horror that's about to go down, because now that we know what's happening on the outside, <laughs> then it's very clear that Wanda's controlling everything on the inside, and she is probably the person that they're trying to take down. So it's just like... 
I listen. So, so spoiler warning for those of you who haven't watched it yet. You oh, should bad. go watch it. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. In this episode, we use the character of Geraldine, who we find out is actually Monica Rambeau. Um, and it started off with her coming back from the blip. Wow. So the only other time we saw what happened when people came back from the blip, we saw a little bit in Ant-Man. I mean, we saw a little bit in um, uh, Endgame. And then we saw it in Spider-Man Far From Home, where the band came back in the middle of the gym while they were playing basketball. But it was played for laughs. What we saw in the beginning of episode four was terrifying. Yeah, I was like, dang, I never even thought of that. Like, people are just popping back wherever they were. In the middle of wherever. And I mean, these are things that some people have talked about. Like, what if you were on an airplane in the air when you disappeared? When you came back... Did you come back in the middle Sheesh. of it? Now, I know some people said that when Hulk did the snap, he co- was conscious about bring people back safely. Like, he, like they say that that's what he did so that nobody would come back, like, split in an elevator or whatever. But, girl, I, it was terrifying. It was terrifying. Because that's, like, the worst. That's your worst nightmare, you what know? If you were like, sex? What if you were having sex? First of all, whack. That would right. Suck. You're in the middle. Back into your bedroom and you see your spouse with somebody having else. sex with somebody else. Like you just I, reincarnate it's, it's and that's over the first them. thing you see. It's, it's over. Like you couldn't wait five you? years, Mary. You couldn't How wait five you? years. You knew the Avengers were gonna come up with something, but you're gonna move on <gasps> with Shelly oh. down the street. Oh. But I mean, people. We know that people came back to like new spouses. I mean, people. Their spouse having a new spouse. Children they've never seen. Children with other people. Ooh. I mean. Terrifying! Like, watching the people materialize back into themselves yeah. was scary. It took me a minute to realize that that's what was happening. I was like, oh, snap. this is post-snap. This is right after Endgame, I guess. That's crazy. Yes. <laughs> right when that snap happened, basically. The yes. Endgame before yes. Endgame. Yeah. Before before Thanos came and blew up, every, I mean, tried to blow up everything. Yes. So 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 we see her snap back. We we learn that her mother has died. Yeah. And then we also learned that Monica is the one who set up Sword. So this whole time we've been thinking, is Sword a thing? What's going on? Monica Maria is who they've made. That's amazing. Like this black woman built this whole situation. Like that's amazing. Then we're introduced to that white guy who I don't think we can trust. We probably can't. You don't think we He's can just like, like Well, okay, first of all, you know I'm coming back. You know I'm coming in to have a meeting with you. And it's my first day back to work. Why does my badge not work? Mm. You could have easily made it so that the badge worked. There's no reason for you to have but to come it, in. And- but instead, he he was her safe. Mm, you know, you yes. know what? You're right. Yes. You're right. This is weird. Because he, 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 you know he feels inferior. She would have been the one who inherited that when her mother died. But yeah. she was gone. So mm-hmm. he took over. And what's the first thing he does? Sent her on this whack ass trip. I mean, but he didn't know that she was going to get sucked into an alternate reality. And he like sent the whole squad after her like immediately based off the word of some crazy or some FBI agent he's never heard of. You know what I'm saying? He could have just come out there, him by his lonesome. Oh, I see what's going on here. I don't know. 
I'll run it up the chain. But instead, he came out like guns blazing. He got everybody from everywhere like, all right, we about to figure out what this is and get her out of there. I don't think I don't think that he's an untrustworthy person. I think that the villain in this show is Wanda. I think the villain in the show is Wanda. I think that we can have more than one villain. I think that we often have more than one villain because in most of the Avengers movies, you know, Fury was playing both sides. He's playing a couple sides, you know, a few sides. He was he was manipulating these childish ass superheroes, but I don't think he was playing both sides. He was, you know, I had I to mean, move y'all like chess pieces because y'all egotistical as fuck and don't want to work together to save the planet. So I mean, I'm going to say what I need. Yeah, to I mean, he was he definitely wasn't he wasn't an agent of Hydra, so he's def- he wasn't yeah, playing no. the other side. Oh no, but, no, but I mean, like in the sense that he was playing people off of each other, like oh, you yeah, know, yeah, just yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of yeah. That's him. He's a spy. That's what that's. He's the best spy. That's what spies do. I'm just saying that, you know, in the MCU, it has been clear that leaders, even on the good guy side, aren't always good and clear. Yeah, yeah, I don't trust this white man. Having more than one villain, though, I don't think Nick Fury ever qualified as a villain. Oh, I wouldn't say he qualified as a villain. No, but I'm just saying that. It's like having a Loki while also having, uh, who else was a villain? While also having a Hela. Like in Ragnarok, right? right. Those are so two like different. Rag- yeah. yeah. So Ragnar- Hela was the Hela was a big bad. The villain. And Loki, Loki, you were the whole time you're like, is he on our side or not? Like, like, are you with us or not, dude? Like, what's up? I mean, possibly he's a nuisance, but I don't think he's going to be a major This white man? No. Yeah, but I, I, think, I'm, I think we should watch him. I guess what I'm saying is we should watch this white man and see what happens. So her walking up to the force field and it looking like how TVs look when they have like static mm-hmm. was really, yeah, I was like, oh, so it is a television program. Like it, that kind of like solidified that this is a television program. And then there are episodes of this that we didn't see. Like we've only seen three, but the way Darcy was talking about it, like, oh, she goes to watch the dishes once an episode. There are other episodes. Right, because she obviously more than three. Because she said once an episode, it sounds like it's more. Um, I'm really, I'm. It's really exciting, especially when they're making all these ties to, to like Thor and bringing in all these other characters and things like that. Because they brought in what's her name, Darcy, Darcy. right? Right, and it's just really, it's really interesting to see how all the science is working behind this. Because I mean, mm-hmm. in the comic book, they have you know, like they have like basics, like oh, she manipulates reality, so that's it. But here we get to see like a deep dive and like what that looks yeah. like. And that was very cool to see her touch that the dome actually, and for like, it to be like TV. Like, <laughs> just like and she's emitting like those electromagnetic waves yes. that make that broadcast possible. Sound and picture. Creepy as fuck. And then, and then how the nurse to change wild. it to color. How the and nurse to change it to color. Just when she wants to. And, and edits what the broadcast is like yeah, no, but not, for her. not for her though but not for her because she knows what's going on but she edited she edits it for anybody that might be watching and listening like no you can't see that that's behind the scenes shit and you don't have access you don't have the bad buy that dvd <laughs> right you gotta buy it for the special features yeah no i mean the scene where they showed us where the lady cut her hand and they like like the cut that happened. I I didn't even realize that cut 
like when I, I had to go back and watch episode two, and that mm-hmm. cut is definitely there, but or yeah, yeah, episode one. Yeah. I didn't notice it the first time. I only noticed the other cuts later. I didn't notice that first cut when the lady cut her hand. I did notice that she changed how she reacted. Like she was like scared and then she was like, I'm gonna go clean out the blood, because that's what you do. But yeah, this whole show It's a is scary. Fuck. Yeah. Um and and Wanda when Wanda expelled Monica and like pushed her through three walls. Oh yeah. And out the thing. Like, mm. are you see like through all the walls, bitch? Yeah. Couldn't let her use the door. Not I'll much. be interested to see if she's actually if she's physically hurt though. That's I'm wondering if Wanda was like conscious enough, not conscious enough, but like cared enough that she knew that this was a human being and probably yeah. ultimately not somebody there to harm her if she, you know, took enough care not to cause bodily harm to Monica. But like, I mean, but they are in an actual neighborhood. It's just that like nobody is there except for Wanda mm-hmm. and the people that she's captured. <laughs> right? Like that's that's the whole thing, right? I, it wasn't I don't know weird to me. It was captured as much as she's creating them in her mind. Like, no, they're real no. people, but they're saying, not like, they in be. that neighborhood, though. They're not in that neighborhood. There are real people that Wanda has encountered, and she has put them into yes. her TV show simulation. She's like gathered people because, like, when they when they're outside, remember he was like looking at the at the neighborhood, and it looks empty. Like nobody's home. There's no cars. Like nothing is happening there. No lights are on, but there's that dome. So I was just like, okay, so then nobody's there except for but the no, people. But the cops were there because the cops said that there's no such place as Westview, and they're from Eastview. So, so they created. She just like created a copy neighborhood. Oh, so must have because because they, they took the highway to Westview. So like there's, I mean, Westview exists. So, Oh, she right. has put this dome over this piece of Westview, but right. made everyone around no. not think that they Westview is not an actual place. It's not a place that exists in New Jersey. Those it is. There's are, a sign. No, she there was a sign on the highway. Sign. She made that sign and then put the dome around it. She wanted no, not, to no, 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 not the sign. Not the sign outside the city, the sign on the highway. When Monica was driving to New Jersey, she took an exit to Westview. So Westview exists. She made the cops think it didn't. But why and how? I don't know. How would she have done that from outside? From them being outside. Because she well, because she can alter reality in any kind of way. She knows what's outside though. Because remember, that's why she got so mad about the beekeeping guy. And she's trying to keep it, she's trying to keep everything shut down. So it would make sense to not allow police to know where it is. That actually makes sense. That seems like a lot of mental energy to be expending yes. on top Which of is- creating your own alternate yes. reality that you're living yes. in. Yes. So like yes. constantly altering the reality of the police force and literally everybody around that place. Because if you live in the town next to Westview, you know that Westview exists. If you lived in the town next to the town that's next to Westview, so you here, know so that Westview let me exists. let me give that's you this scenario. Hundreds of thousands of people. Let me give you this scenario though. In Beauty and the Beast, in the live action one, the Enchantress made it so that the people forgot that they had a whole king prince who was over them for all those years. He had a big man. I mean, he was the, it's like serfdom and 
royalty, right? Like they forgot that a prince lived over there. Like you, I mean, I feel like in the realm of magic or whatever electrical magnetic power she has, she could do this. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible because we are talking about fictional characters in a fictional universe where some fictional ass shit has happened. But it does seem like a lot of mental work for somebody who's already doing a lot. You know what I mean? She's going through, she's yeah. doing a lot. I mean, just imagine how big the break's going to be. Just imagine how big the break is going to be when everything gets too much and she blows up. Oh, God. Hello, <laughs> mutants. Hello, mutants. Here's hoping, right? Like, I hope that's where, the, I feel like that's where it's going to go, but I don't want to get my hopes up too far. But I do think that's definitely important. This episode was excellent. I love Jimmy Woo. I have about Vision. Why does Vision seem to be aware that something is wrong if he is something that mind she stone. created? The mind, mind stone. stone. The mind stone is gone. Vision doesn't have the mind stone anymore. And especially not that version of Vision because that version of Vision only exists in Wanda's mind. Okay, so here's my thought on this. My, um, uh, Wanda's powers were activated by the mind stone. Vision was activated by the Mind Stone. They share that connection. So I feel like when she's manipulating, because he's dead, like he's he's gone. Mm-hmm. I feel like when she created him, whatever that, like that's why they were drawn, drawn to each other, I think it's because of the Mind Stone connection. I feel like when she created him in his head, she's he's also a piece of her consciousness. So if he's recognizing, it might be that part of her that's like, what we're doing is really not okay. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's like her inner conscience is yeah. That's how I'm interpreting it. The nagging voice in her head that's like, "Hey, are you being a little bit of a sociopath today? A little bit." Yeah, <laughs> that's how I was interpreting it because the breaks seem to be like, "Hmm, I don't know about this," and I feel like that's just like her inner, like some part of her being like, "Maybe I need to check on myself," or you know, or and then also vision as a entity might still be linked to her in some cosmic way. Because true love never dies, Ashley. Even if it's between a computer program that was given a personality through a stone and a witch person whose origin is unknown. Kind of. Okay. Sure. Never, never (laughs) dies. That's fine. Because it just it seems it seemed weird to me that he is able to see that there is something not right with these people in this neighborhood, but then also have him be completely under her control. <laughs> like mm-hmm. she's just like, No, you don't think that. And he's like, you know what? No, I don't. Like, no, I don't. It's like, you know what, girl, you right. <laughs> she's, she's a lot. She's doing a lot. She's doing I, a lot. I mean, think of look at what happened when she started to have contractions and everything started to blow up. Girl. Yeah, I think that's I think that's foreshadowing to like a point where she is going to be going through something and everything around her is going to be going haywire. And then the people outside are going to find like a glitch in the a chink in the force field. And that's when they're able to get in when she's like doing something that she probably shouldn't be doing, like (laughs) making babies appear out of thin air and things like that. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you mean the babies that will be fully formed and have powers? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The whole thing. Then, so, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and then that's when, you know, that whole thing is going to come crashing down. But I wonder if that's not going to be until like the next season that that starts happening. No, no, this is going too quick. 
We got to get to the mutants, Ashley. We need the mutants before the world. Sorry, Doctor Strange movie. So we're gonna get mutants. straws with those. I don't think they are going to give you all these mutants, but I I'll be happy. Actually, I'm getting my mutants. I'm getting my mutants. I'll be happy. Or, 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 or I'm getting my Fantastic Four. Okay, awesome. first of all, first of all, off top, fuck Fantastic Four, but I will be getting my Storm movie. I will be getting my Storm movie with a beautiful, dark-skinned, gorgeous, tall Amazonian Storm. I will be getting my Aurora. So I don't. I as would much like as both. I want it to happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. We might get a Storm movie, but she won't be. She won't Chocolate-y. be what you want her to be. Let him try it. Um, uh, mother from Pose. What is her name? Um, oh my Electra. gosh! I know Electra is her name on Pose, but I don't know the actress's actual name. Somebody, I have a, I have a picture of Storm as my lock screen, and the way that she's drawn in that picture, she looks exactly like that actress. And in my heart, I want that so much. I feel like it would be perfect. I feel like she could be Storm. I can see it and I want it, but I just, I feel like I'm not ever going to get that. And it hurts I don't think they would pick her, but I do, I do agree that she would make a, a beautiful and a and strong storm. But yeah, I don't think they're going to pick her. I think they would go younger, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. All I right. think uh, it, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I'm, yeah, many, I'm, I'm looking, I'm very much looking forward to what comes next. Um, I'm very much looking forward to that. But it is Black History Month, as uh, stated at the top of the show. And I think it would be a really good idea for us over the course of this month to showcase um, Disney shows that had Black characters. I'm going to say it like that because I wouldn't call any of these movies Black movies. (laughs) Um, Distinction. and then um, for, for those of you who have Disney Plus, there is a whole section on Disney Plus called Celebrating Black Voices, where you can see a lot of their films, TV shows, documentaries related to African-American culture primarily. So I definitely encourage you, if you haven't already, to check that out. Um, but today, our Disney of the day is Princess and the Frog. So first... First reactions, first reactions, just your general overall reaction to the movie, Ashley. Um, so when I first saw it, I liked it. I thought it was cute. Um, I was a little bit older, and so I was really mostly just excited that Disney finally had a Black princess. I had wished for a black princess for a lot of my youth. And so I was happy that, you know, little black girls got their black princess. I appreciated that. And so for that reason, I supported the movie. As I watched it um, again as more of an adult, I I started to notice some things that uh, didn't sit right with me a little. Interesting, okay. For it being the first black princess, I feel like um hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on on before we get deep. Let's get let's get uh Nisi's first impressions. Oh, okay. My first impression. So it came out uh three years after I graduated high school, so I wasn't fucking with Disney or their princesses. I was just like, whatever. These these ain't for me. Um, but I I watched it because 
you know, it's what you do because <laughs> you black and they made somebody look like you. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. The first time I saw it, I thought, you know, that was fine. As I rewatched it, also, I found lots of issues, especially with it being their first black princess. There was lots of, Who's I that? had some issues with it. Um, so what were your first impressions, Melanie? Because I do have like the history of it. Yeah. So my, so um, I like Ashley was very excited and I was older than both of them. <laughs> both of you guys <laughs> when it came out. Um, but I watch every Disney movie that comes out. So I was going to see it regardless. I like Ashley was very happy to have a black princess. Um, I, I did not like it when I first saw it. I, I was um, I was disappointed on first watching in subsequent watches because, I, you know, I, I watch Disney movies every day and subsequent watching of it. I found different things about it to enjoy, but I'm curious to, to, to hear what over time you actually have like seen as things that didn't sit well with you, because it's probably some of the reasons I didn't like it off jump. I think I think a lot of some a lot of the reasons why black people had issues with we have a lot of those reasons in common is what I'm trying to say. Goodness, that took a lot to get out. Um, so first, it was the fact that she spent most of the movie as a frog, and I think that we've mentioned that on this show before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you know, she's the first black princess, but we didn't get to see her be a black person for very much of the movie, and that was irksome. Um, I also began to take issue with the way that they portrayed some of the magic that is associated with Black people. Um, Dr. Facilier was very clearly a, a voodoo man, and it just portrayed it as, and voodoo is a religion, and it's misunderstood, and it's fear-based, and they made it into a purely evil thing and even just the african masks which really didn't have anything to do with voodoo the african masks themselves were like the faces of demons and it's like why must everything that is associated with africa be associated with darkness and evil and just literal hell like they dragged him to hell at the end of the movie yeah um i appreciated mama odie I, I feel like she was a little bit mammyish, but also she felt relatable to me in some kind of way. I felt like she was, I believed her as a grandma. And I think that's in large part to the incomparable Jennifer Lewis's performance as Mamodi. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely agree with you there to, to your, to your first point. Um, I was severely disappointed that she spent most of the story as a frog. And Nisi, I think, is going to give us uh, some history of the actual story that came from the Brothers Grimm. And there's other variations of it. But, like, why? Why? Like, it's a weird choice that they made. I, and overall, from a plot perspective. But um, the, the, the thing that bothered me about that, too, was she was the first. She was our first Disney princess who was black. Well, she's the only one who's had a job. Why, why, like, why does she have to have a job? Why? I mean, I get that it was based in the U.S. and it was based and started, you know, set in nineteen twelve. But like, none of the other princesses work. None of the other princesses go through like their hardship is they mm-hmm. lost a parent or they were sick or whatever. And she but, lost a parent and was poor. 
like poor and right. lost a parent. Like, pick a struggle. Right. Me. Why she got to you. Home? That <laughs> was my issue. I was like, why she got to struggle in order to be granted that? Mind you, they all struggle a little bit. I mean, you know, I talked last week about how I love Cinderella because she did all that, but still was a nice person. But like, she was still living in a mansion. You know what I mean? She still had her own house in the attic. The birds and, and mice and stuff mm-hmm. were helping her out. Like her life was hard because she had people who were rude to her, but she wasn't like starving. She wasn't like up till who knows when just to wake up five minutes later to do something for another job. You know what I mean? So it bothered me. Yeah, she, um, and she had a rich friend. And she had a rich friend. Yeah, had a rich and it was just friend. like it's like she was the side character in her own movie. Like what? And then the she's black, she's a black person, the villain is a black person, and the man that she marries is like maybe a black person. Like I don't He's know. But the Baldonia is like Morocco. So is east it? east yes. Where it is on the anyways. <laughs> um it's like it, it has East Indian and African influences. Or Middle Eastern and African in this, in, in Middle Eastern and African um, influences. Okay. See, I'm like thinking he's straight up Asian. He's I don't, not. I don't, I don't think, he's I don't black. Did you see Asian. his mama? Did you see his mama at the end of the I, movie? His mama had curly hair. She did. He was just light skinned. Asian people like, had curly that. hair. He had black hair, girl. He was a four. Especially he, Middle Eastern Asian people. They he was a four B. That's true. That's true. That's but he was a four B. You know what? You know what? I did. I clocked him as a black man. I'll just say that. Yeah. I clocked him as black. He's black. He's black. But, I, but also, I appreciated this a few things that I appreciated. But one of the things I appreciated was that Tiana's parents seemed to love each other and they worked together. And y'all hear my son screaming. Uh huh. Hey, Jet. <laughs> Could you stop that, please? Or, like, move away from my door? Thank you. Oh, sorry. I want to keep this in. I want to keep this in so bad. <laughs> I might. I mean, you can. I'll let you know. You can. Um, but I appreciate that her parents were together. They loved each other. And her father was really, like, a positive influence in her life. I feel like that's very different from most of the princess stories. And yeah. also most of the content that involves black people so i thought that was very positive and that mm-hmm. was, that's mm-hmm. like the minimum the bar, the bar is in hell at, at this point <laughs> it, it's really not that high so to your second point about the magic before we get into nisi giving us a background on the story itself um so yes i think dr facilier represented the 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 more horrific sides of voodoo, but that's not all like, that's not all encompassing. And I think that they had the counter of mama Odie to show that you can have good magic or, or light magic and versus the dark magic. Cause I think Dr. Facilier shadow man was supposed to represent dark magic. But as far as representation goes, I mean, I don't know how much, Mama Odie really didn't they presented it? perform any magic, though. Like, she might have been supposed to be the good representation of Voodoo, but she didn't do any magic. Aside from when she beat up the the shadow spirits that came after him, she really didn't do anything else. Like, everything else was just an inspirational song with some advice for these two frogs that are going to stay frogs until they learn the lesson they're supposed to learn. I don't know. I don't know. Really interesting. Also lost the lesson in that. There was a lesson. 
MVP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. What? Do you, sorry, sorry. You. What do you think the lesson of Princess and the Flog was? For we know what it was for Na, no, uh, Naveen. That's mm. Prince. He was materialistic and focused on himself, and he learned how to care about others. Mm -hmm. I don't think Tiana had a lesson. I don't think Tiana had a lesson. Tiana was turned into a frog by accident. <laughs> it was she didn't it wasn't anything that she did. She was already hardworking. She was already generous. She already cared about people. She was already self-sufficient. Like she I think I guess the, the, her the lesson song was it helped slow down. Know. Yeah, her song her the the song was really just telling her that like she does have time for love. She does have time for a relationship. Oh, she does have time to give to herself and not just be focused on her end goal. Now, do I appreciate this as a lesson? For, no. I, I do not. <laughs> no. Trash I lesson. Don't. Garbage. I, I think that you can work hard and have the life you lead, but sacrifices have to be made. And that's just how life is for black people. <laughs> like, like I like no, none of us are going to get turned into a frog and get this like week to like live uh, carefree and then realize that, Oh, my dreams can be attained, but I also have like we don't none of us have this. I just I have to relax a little bit. Like what? Yeah. I can like, I can pay the light bill next Tuesday. We're gonna be just fine. <laughs> the for the time period that it was set in, her obstacle, if there was going to be an obstacle for the first black princess and you're gonna set it in the band. past. It should have been racism. It should have been straight up racism is what they, and they only put it in there him. this much. A woman of your stature. Now, when he said her stature, did he mean that she was black or that she, or was, that she was a woman or black and poor? Like, which one? That was that was for white people's comfortability that they didn't just straight up say, listen, you a Negro and we not giving you no money. Negress. Huh, somebody came in and outbid you. How did somebody outbid me for something I already gave you my money for? You already I said I could have. For it. Right. How you, you how am I outbid? You have my money. You were supposed to drop the contract. What you mean Correct. outbid? No, that's because she's a black woman and they didn't mention that uh racism right. and sexism. They couldn't own women couldn't own things uh in the nineteen twenties. Women most, couldn't even open times. their own bank account until like 1975. Which is wild. <laughs> wild. What yeah. you mean I can have one? Mm -hmm. I don't even I understand why there had to be a dark magic element to it at all. And if there Racism was going to be a dark knowledge, if there was going to be a dark magic element to it, it should have been set in the future. The first Disney princess should have been a futuristic one because set in the past and the obstacle is not just straight up racism black and they don't like you that's dumb <laughs> i'm surprised they showed up to the shop and showed her the place and and did anything i i was shocked i was like they're different way right i would i would have thought you would have had to like, go there with lottie uh, and have lottie buy it restaurant you know? wait a minute also now that you brought up lottie why did lottie have her friend struggle like she ain't rich she can't just buy it. um you know what let me stop all right so just, can i tell y'all i don't think i, Tiana, got I don't think Tiana would have accepted I got that's, muted that's in the Facebook group for saying just what Melanie just said. I like the the admins came down with the hammer on me because I was like Tiana said she didn't want Lottie's money, like period. Because everybody was like, "Oh no, she was just selfish. She could have she could have kissed Naveen as soon as she heard her friend talking as a frog and all." And, 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 like no, no, no. 
No, Tiana was a strong black woman. She wasn't gonna be like, let me help, let me help this white lady help me out. She wasn't gonna do that. Absolutely not. And, and, and they said that they said that Lottie. Tiana? Yeah. No, bashing no, Lottie. No, Lottie. Bashing Lottie. Oh, ooh, bashing. Girl, and you know, say. I don't I don't rush to the defense of any white woman. Fictional Listen, or not. I don't. They don't need it. Yeah. But it's like you there is a there's enough criticism to be made of Lottie without like making up things that That's clearly true. were rebutted in the movie. I mean, yeah. look how much money she gave her just to cook some beignets. That was a lot. Right. It was all that she needed her to do. Her daddy was like her daddy yeah. was like, listen, why don't you just let me get you your own place? And she was like, no, I want to work for it and earn it myself. You're right. That's exactly That's what it. happened. Because no, right. the first thing Miss she, she dropped a stack, a stack just for her to cook some beignets. And then Tiana was like, oh, well, I guess I don't need to work as hard anymore because I got all my money now. That's facts. She did. She did pay up. Yeah. You know what? So in a way, let Lottie did help her. She just gave she her something to do. She but purchased her something thing. to do. Yeah, because Tiana's not going to. Tiana wasn't going to take handouts. That is not how she was raised. Which is nah, nice. That's not, it's not how she was raised, and I appreciate that. But that's true to culture. That's true to culture. Mm-hmm. Which is say funny like, because the stereotypes say otherwise. But you know. The stereotypes do say otherwise. But black people, we are not here for all the hand- like. We want to know that we did this. Especially with our history of slavery and Jim Crow and all of that, to be able to do it I on your own. I don't understand how the stereotype of black laziness came about when the literal reason we are here is to work. Like we were brought here as labor and somehow we have the stereotype of being lazy. How? That's how they make themselves feel better. It's, it's literally how they make, how themselves, they make themselves feel, feel better. better. There's literally nothing. There's no. There's no other explanation other than. Or you see a black man chilling and relaxing. Clearly, he did something wrong. Why are you not working, sir? I have three jobs. <laughs> I I am on a ten minute break. Like just just no reason. Just just. They just want to be in our up. business. They want to be in our they business. Just wanna, so bad. They just want a reason to to excuse the abuse. That's what it is. Because yeah. when he. It's the same thing they said about Im- about immigrants, right? Like at this point, because that's where we are in, in this country, where they say like immigrants be stealing jobs, but also they lazy and criminals. It's like, I right. mean, how, how, how? You have all your jobs. How? When do they have time for the crime? When, do, when we have, when we're picking the crops, when we're cleaning the bathrooms, when we're, <coughs> when we're, when we're doing all this trash work. Yes. When do we have time to you pillage and rape hard, your neighborhoods? Hard labor that you don't want to do because right. you wouldn't be paid enough. You wouldn't get the benefits that you want. You'd have no health insurance. You'd have nothing. You'd get be you'd be being paid not enough to live off of, and you'd be complaining. Then you'd be like, "Oh, unionize. We're going to unionize." <laughs> Agree. I'm not yeah. picking these damn potatoes for free no more. <laughs> Not the potatoes. Agree. So, so, so this story is very different from the original. True. Oh, is that me? Is that okay? Let me tell you. (laughs) Girl, let me tell you. Okay, yes. So, there's actually two stories that this comes from. The original fairy tale is a German fairy tale from the 1800s, and it's called the Frog Prince. So, basically, um. This little girl, I'm going to say little girl, she's a princess and we don't know her age, but I feel like she's young because she has a golden ball and she's running through a swamp or whatever. And she loses the ball in a lake. 
the frog pops up. He can talk. He's telling her how he can get her ball if she shows him love and kindness and lets him, lets her or lets him eat from her plate and sleep on her pillow. That's all she's got to do. And she's like, "Cool, bet." Like, I'm a I'm a child, so like, whatever. <laughs> so he gets to the ball, uh, and she runs off and forgets completely about this frog. The frog follows her home somehow because he got that GPS. And he got to her castle because she is a princess. And he knocked on her door and he's like, hey, princess, what's up? I thought we had an agreement. And she goes to her father because she's terrified. And her father's like, yo, you got to honor your agreements even to frogs. And she's like, bet. So so the, the frog, you know, stays at her house, eats her food, sleeps on her pillow. And in three nights, he becomes a prince and they run off and get married because she showed him kindness. And that's and she honored her promises. And then she got rewarded by getting married. Um, so the original tale is, is very different more that, you know, nobody else becomes a frog other than the frog prince. Uh, and that's basically it. Uh, the moral of the story is basically, you know, keep your word. Honor your honor. Yeah. Keep your word. Yeah. Um, the frog, which I think, which I think that they incorporated into this movie, the keep your word part, because Levine had originally said that, um, if they kissed that he had lots of money and he would help her get the restaurant. And then later on, he realizes that yes, he actually does want to do what he said he wanted to do and help her build her restaurant. So they kept the part in about keeping your word. Go ahead. Right. Um, so the frog princess, Oh wait. Okay. Before you go to that point, uh, the reason why Dr. Facilier half like half the reason why he like dies or goes just dragged down to hell is because he's got all these promises out that he did not he has not true paid up on. again if you don't pay up on your if you don't follow through on your word you get you get there are consequences yeah yes. so i think that they kept that part in the movie so i'll give Which them credit good. for yeah. keeping that part of the story so the, the the bulk of the new adaptation is from the frog princess which is a book that came out in like 2003 or something. And basically it just, it, it has all those components, like the second frog, like this, this chick basically who happens to be part, witch, uh is wandering around and comes upon a frog that can talk. And, you know, that's when she's trying to have this whole conversation and kiss him and all this stuff and all these shenanigans, as far as like what she has to do to gather things for her aunt, who is also a witch. It's just like a, it's more complicated, but I mean, basically the end part is the part that they kept where like she kisses the frog and ends up turning into a frog and then has to learn her lesson and fall in love as a frog. And then they find out that she could have just re-kissed him the first time and it would have, she would have like fixed it. Like it would have just come back. She had a bracelet or something. It's very complicated. Like it's a whole book, right? (laughs) It's like a whole thing. Um, versus the fairy tale original, which was like a page of just like a story. But yeah, this in this story, this princess is also part witch, and her her mother's side is where the witch comes from. So like like the witch, her like her, that's where her genes come from. So her mother's sister, her mother's dead. Her mother's sister is also a witch and gave her a bracelet to protect her from from bad witchery, from like any types of spells or whatever. So when she first kissed the prince. It turned her into a frog because it switched up the spell because she had the reverse thing. So all she had to do was take off the reverse, the bracelet, kiss him again. And she would have just been, they would have both been turned human. But like, she didn't How know that until the end. Annoying. How annoying. Yeah, you know like, what? Another movie that has this kind of annoying thing to it. This is a total sidebar. 
Mm. It bothers me that in The Wizard of Oz, Glinda is like, I would have told you, but you wouldn't believe me. You could have still told me. You could have <laughs> still said His words. You can't be out here fighting with this witch lady for no reason with all for I no had. Glinda is the real oh. villain in that movie. And we can talk about it one day. She sure is. I have and never yes, seen we will. The original. I've never seen the original. Oh, we Wizard okay. We're gonna talk about it. Oh, you just saw the list. Interesting fact. Yes, I have seen the list. Interesting fact, though. Um, the mountains that Dorothy sees in Oz, where that she has to get over. I live right next to those mountains. They're like right behind my house. The Oregon oh, Mountains. Dude, nice. Yeah. How I, cute. We told everybody where we live. I live in Oz. <laughs> Right, that's what she, that's basically what she said. All right, so this movie uh, was almost didn't happen because Disney had shut down its traditional animated arm of the company. Wait, so the what last movie, movie Wizard of Oz or the Princess Frog? No, no, Princess Frog. I, I came back. Tiana, Tiana. All right. <laughs> um, so in 2004, they had put out Home on the Range, which is horrible, and it didn't do that well. Um, and we can talk about that in another show too. Princess and the Frog uh, was when they bought Pixar because um, they were just going to use Pixar as their animation arm. Mm-hmm. They were like, you know what? Perhaps the issue that we have with our movies not doing well is a lack of princess movies. And Pixar had been thinking about putting together a princess. So the Princess Frog is what Pixar was going to turn into a, a Pixar movie. The Frog Prince is what Disney had been working on when they picked back up the animation and they combined the two stories together, Disney's and Pixar's, once Disney bought Pixar and Disney said, no, we're going to have our animation studio again. They brought back the guys who had worked on the, um, the Great Mouse Detective, Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Hercules to do this film because they knew or they felt that getting back to a princess film is how you recapture the Disney magic. This is also the first movie since Beauty and the Beast where the people who were talking were the people who were singing. Oh. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. I appreciated that. I didn't know that it was the first time since Beauty and the Beast. I thought that Belle had a different voice actress than a singing actress. So that's interesting to know. But I did, I made a mental note to myself as I was rewatching it that the people who were talking were the people who were singing. And that's some black excellence right there. Like you don't have to cut nobody else a check to get into the singing booth because I can just step right on over there and we can do this. <laughs> <laughs> so the, originally, um, she was going to be called Maddie. They were talking about like a slave name. Right, they were talked out of that because people were like, it sounds very similar to Mammy. She was going to be called Maddie, be a chambermaid for the LeBoos. Oh, what the fuck? I gotta start. They changed it. They changed it. They changed it. That fire wasn't coming. Man. Oh my goodness! Um, let them head. Let them head. Put out a preview about their first black princess named Maddie being a chambermaid. They would not have gotten my black and, dollars. And and Prince Naveen was originally supposed to be white, like straight white. And they had some people come in and tell them, "Don't do that. Please don't. <laughs> don't do any of that. <laughs> Change all of it." Um, <sighs> man. 
Uh, they uh, so okay. They, they, they had some pushback. They pushed. They pushed back. I know, right? They pushed back on it being set in New Orleans at first because, mind you, when they first started developing it, Katrina happened in two thousand five. So while they were, you know, putting it all together, Katrina, and they were like, "Should we put it in New Orleans? New Orleans destroyed." And I'm like, "No, I think it's good that they did, so you could see historical New Orleans." I think that yeah. I, I think the city as a character or the city as backdrop was done really well here. Yeah. Um, like, you know, they put different elements of New Orleans in it from the food to the music and all of that. Now, my issue was music. Um, mind you, and I think I said this before. I think I've mentioned this before. We don't have the Sherman Brothers anymore. So we're not getting jingly type Disney songs. We're getting these like um, recording artists back songs. Mind you, two songs from this movie were nominated for uh, Grammys. Oscars. 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 Not Grammys. Oscars. Yeah. Oscars. Yeah. Because it's the original original film from a movie. That's an original. Yeah. Best soundtrack. So this, and and that was the first time since Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. So they they call this movie the beginning of um, Disney's rebirth. So, you know, there's a Golden Age, the Bronze Age, the. Whenever uh, Beauty and the Beast and whatever came out. Sorry, that's the golden age. Uh, Classic, I meant. Classic, bronze, golden. So this is Disney's rebirth started with this movie. Um, And they've been, I mean, you know, subsequently, you know, we've got Frozen and um, Brave. No, Brave was Pixar. Tangled. Yeah, we got Tangled. Tangled. Yeah. Yeah. So they know where their sweet sauce is. It's princesses. Princesses. And they're rebooting everything until... You know, till we can't reboot it anymore. Um, I I, I will say like down on the reboots. They haven't been doing reboots like they used to. It was like Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, Dumbo, and it was like bam, 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 bam. And yeah, no, but they've had. I mean, the only I think you may feel that way because we didn't get one because of pandemic. But like, but like Maleficent yeah. to the second Maleficent movie could should count. Um, remember one? it was like. Mulan should count. So, like, they're still uh, no, doing yeah. that because the yeah. next one is uh, a Little Mermaid, right? And Aladdin came out like two or three years, not even two yeah, years so ago. They, yeah, they're they're in they're definitely in a let's live action everything because we need to want to yeah. make this money again. I will say this: I as think- far as the, the the drawing of the movie, New Orleans style was based like when they were in New Orleans, it was based on the same style that they used in Lady and the Tramp. Oh. And when they did uh, the Bayou, they used the same style as Bambi because the animators thought that that's those two movies, um, I guess, demonstrated the specific Disney style. Um, and so to bring back and start re-up uh, the animation studio, they they combined those two properties uh, style-wise. Interesting. That's neat. This is also the first movie... Where the princess, I, mean, I don't know. Okay, I, I was talking about to someone about this before, and I think we should talk about it on the show. But like all of the princesses seem to have a familiar or a pet, um, and I don't think this. I mean, because Tiana is a frog, I don't know if she necessarily had a pet. You could talk about the gator, and you could talk Did about Ray the, the. I guess Ray would be her familiar. Oh, was it um, Ray? It was Ray. Ray was a light bug, but like he was his own entity and he wasn't with her 
all the time to like know her personally. It's not like so Cinderella had familiars, right? She had her mice. Mm-hmm. You know, Snow White had oh, I guess Snow White didn't have one. No, she had she like had, all had the animals in the forest. She had all the animals. Yeah, she had all of the animals. We'll say that. Uh, no, you know what? She did. Because in the beginning, they established that she had a relationship with birds. But she was yeah. singing and the birds were with her. So yeah, all of the princesses seem to have... Well, and this is a whole other show that we could do about the familiars or pets, however you want it, with Disney princesses. And Tiana, I don't know if she had the same kind of relationship no, I don't think any she entity. She didn't. I don't, no, I don't think she did. She didn't have and time for pets. She had two yeah. jobs. I think it, it's it because I, I think it's because she was an animal herself. Like uh, even also, in, I yeah. mean, most Disney characters have their animal sidekick, whether they're a princess or not, right? Except for yeah. the ones that are animals. Because even in Brother Bear, like the animal sidekick is not the it's not a familiar; it's their co-star because yes, two yes, animals. Yes. The character yes. is getting turned into an animal, and then they have to have an animal with them that they talk to to move the story along. Right. I mean, I I mean, I guess Tarzan would be the only exception because he was raised by the animals. So he was their pet. But then he he didn't have an elephant. He had the elephant and he spoke like other monkey. And so he was basically Snow White in the jungle. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's true. He was Snow White in the jungle. He was Snow White. I love that. I love that so much. Did you say the language was other monkey? I just wanted to yeah. specify. Is, that, yeah. is there a specific type? You know, he spoke, he spoke to like three different types of he monkeys. He spoke monkey. He spoke she monkey. Regular monkey, monkey. Other monkey. monkey. Spoke, I mean, I know gorillas are not monkey, but you know. I know. I he, mean, he it just like, and then he like spoke the one that was doing the swinging and he spoke elephant somehow. <laughs> no, it's funny to me because I'm like. Not like, doing the swinging. Like who taught him? Who taught him? Was like, like okay, so this is how you say this in elephant, and he was like, "Cool, let me translate that into monkey." And like, <laughs> is the is the is the implication that gorillas and monk and gorillas and uh, elephants can communicate with each other? Like they can speak each other's That's language. The idea. <laughs> the idea is all the animals can talk because, like, okay, I noticed this as soon as Tiana became a frog, she was like running, like they were like trying to catch her or something through like a ballroom or something like that, and she runs into the dog that knows her. And the dog was like Tiana, and she was just like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Yo, this is wild." So apparently, animals just talk to each other. It, it's in and all the pets movies. They all just kind of yeah. have a language. That's just Disney lore that all animals yeah. speak the same language. Yeah, which doesn't Somehow. make sense. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. But you know, they did the same thing with Pocahontas. Why could they? Like, it took the wind to w- rush through them real quick, and all of a sudden she could speak English. Girl, no. Go. <laughs> Listen to her heart so that she go could away. Understand. Go away. No. <laughs> nah, girl. Come no. on. She listened with her heart. <laughs> The wind opened her heart valves, which opened yeah. her no. mind. Because, no. because the, spiritual, the spiritual talking tree spirit guide told yes. her, mm-hmm. listen with her heart so that okay. she could understand the colonizer's language. It literally the said, listen, language. <laughs> listen the to your heart and the, yeah, the colonizer's language is deep within your heart. If you really just listen no. to it. No, no. I already reject, understand I the colonizer's language. Let me just I, say, can I'm, I, just, I'm just telling you what Disney's Pocahontas told I, me. Can, That's just what she can told I just me. T- 
The reason why that I love Pocahontas is because they flat out have the, the best line in all of film history. These white men are dangerous. And it is accurate. <laughs> it's like, these white men are dangerous. Now, and that was all he had to say. I was the, like, whole, yeah. the whole thing, though, these white men are dangerous. Don't trust them. Don't trust them. But you out here trying to trust what's his name in the MCU, though. Interesting. Right, what I say, this white man is dangerous. And you're like, no, I think he's okay. He's probably just, you know. All right, all right. Y'all gonna be using shit I said against (laughs) (laughs) Minutes ago. I have been been taught to be skeptical. And that man gave me the heebie-jeebies. Oh, my goodness. All right, okay. I think... um, you know, looking at the Princess and the Frog in today's, um, in, with today's lenses, because what are we like, what, 15 years, 16 years um, since it came out? I, I, like I said, I didn't like it when it first came out. The music had to grow on me because I wasn't used to, it was just so sec- secular. <laughs> it's all secular, Melanie. It was just so like, it just seemed so like stuff you would hear on the radio as opposed to like my Disney classics. Um, it wasn't bad. It's Randy Newman, right? You can't really, I mean, he's, he's a really good, you know, he's good. Like, I'm not upset with him. Um, I, Randy Newman, you know what? I did not know that. And my favorite song from Princess and the Frog is Dr. Facilier's Friends on the Other Side. Which is the only one that sounds like a Disney song to me. It's the only only one that sounds like a Disney song to me. Now that you say that. It, the music was by Randy Newman. That song has a very Randy Newman cadence and beat to it. It sounds it sounds very similar to the Monk theme song, like just kind of kind of peppy but dark at the same time. And it's like you talking about some fucked up shit, but I like it. I want I want to dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Hans yeah, I, fan myself, but you know. I mean, we are, we will Hans get to your Hans Zimmer. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I think that uh, if they do a live action Princess and the Frog, I would be very interested to see how they did that. As long as they give the frogs facial expressions, perhaps mm-hmm. it could be okay. Mm. Um, I don't want it. I, I don't want, want it because she has to be turned into a frog again for most of the movie. And I just don't want to see that again. Yeah, what's the point of that? We already got one of those. We're good. I mean, I want to see another black princess, I guess, then. I want to see another black princess. I would love a black princess. I would love it. Can she be uh, an actual princess? Maybe not in the United States. We could do something with some culture. I want her to be royalty. Royalty. Mm. Bing, bang, boom. Royalty. Like, the king is her daddy. She's in line for the throne. That's what I want. I want that. Disney needs I to I definitely feel you. I definitely feel you. I and hopefully we get that. But while we wait, I think it's time for some tea. Well, let me see what I got on the stove. So first and foremost, rest in peace, Mama Cicely Tyson. She mm-hmm. died at She was just too magical, and she lived a long life. So she's. She, she lived a good life. She lived a good she life. Did. She's done so much. You and know what I mean? She her, opened doors for people. She like doors. she did a lot. She did she a lot. Was great. 
She was okay. That's going to be best. We lost a lot of people. Lost a lot of people in, in January. January. She's the only one I care about, but still, lots of folks. Wait, Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron was kind of a big deal. Yeah, agreed. Um, then Dustin Diamond actually passed away today. He was forty-four. He was in Saved by the that, Bell as Screech. That shocked me. I was like, he's not. He announced it. He announced that he, announced that he had cancer two weeks ago. It was two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. So stage and then four. they gave him chemo. They gave him chemo and they were like, no, it's not going to work. And they moved him right to hospice. That's crazy. I yeah. Cancer is one of those things that you don't want to think about, but you got to you gotta get your checks regularly, people. Please, please, ladies. I'm going to speak to ladies first. Check them boobies check every boobies. time. Check and if you have a mate, have your mate check those boobies too, because they can feel differences as well but check your boobies in the shower when you're laying down some whatever make sure you give your mammaries some attention men if you are 40 and above you should be getting that prostate check just do it you should check also be prostate. checking your boobies men, can men, yes. men you can also check your boobies that's true that's facts yeah and if you smoke you should stop if you smoke yep. cigarettes you should probably stop doing that you gotta stop it um, if you should be putting on sunscreen, because melanoma, everybody, is not fun. even black That's people, everybody, everybody, even black should be putting people. On. everyone should be wearing it. And like, if you wear makeup, get the makeup with the SPF in it. Put on a pore, a uh, pore minimizer that has SPF in it. There are ways for you to protect yourself. Please mm-hmm. do. Go to the doctor regularly. I know that that's easier said than done. Healthcare is not great in this country. It's, but if you can go to the doctor, go to the doctor and stay on top of your health. Stay on. And if you can't do any of those things, then please eat your vegetables and drink some water because that's the least you can do. Just yeah, yeah, it's the least you can do. Drink some water at the very least. Yeah, I mean, yeah, agreed. Agreed. Okay, uh, let's uh, talk about some other, well, some slightly depressing sad news, but all of you Marilyn Manson friends out there going to have some Because there's issues. so many of them. Are there a lot? There are. I used, I was. I used, I, oh, until this new, oh no, I gave him up 10 years ago, but go ahead. Uh, so Never Marilyn had. Manson has been named. The Beautiful People. The Beautiful People was an awesome song, girl. That's, that's awesome. a jam. That that's too. a bop. It's a bop. It's he's got a few people. scene. That's a bop. Like it's a bop. They got he got some bops. He's a horrible person. Go ahead. <laughs> um. So he, apparently, uh, uh, Evan Evan Rachel Wood, Rachel Evan Wood, Evan Rachel Wood. Right. Okay. Yeah. So she has named him as her abuser. I don't know if anybody has been following her very much, but she has been going around the last two years speaking to different types of like different states governments about keeping um, uh, all types of like uh, legislation in place to protect domestic violence victims. She's been telling this story without mentioning Brian Warner, Marilyn Manson, without mentioning him and without pointing the finger. And I think, you know, all that came crashing down and she finally did because people kept, you know, like, like in her last, I think the last six months she was actually speaking with the California um, like the California like separate Congress and stuff like that to get like the legislation put in place to protect domestic violence survivors. So like ever since that was pretty publicized, people have been like, "Tell us who it is." You know how you know how the media is just disrespectful. So like you know trying to map out you know based on her timeline 
who it was. So she just like came out and said it and um, is experiencing a lot of support, which I appreciate. I'm really glad she's being more supported than hated because you know how that could be going. Um, but uh, like, I think about like 15 other women have come out so far against Marilyn Manson. 15? Uh-huh. Including his ex, his ex, Rose McGowan. She didn't come out to say that he was abusive, but she did say that she was standing behind Evan Rachel Wood and that, you know, even though he wasn't like that abusive with her, it doesn't mean that he is not an abuser. It just means that she was probably too old. Like, has, Evan he, Wood, has he put, yeah, was young. She was 19. He was 19 and he was 38. So already smacks of grooming the things. Okay. So I listened to her explain it to the Congress group, the people that she was speaking to and the things that she went through, it just sounds so terrifying. So I am just glad that she's, she's been through tons of therapy. This was like 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Like this is a while ago. She's been through tons of therapy. She has a son, she's a single mother and she's doing decent, but yikes. Wow. That's sad. I mean, I mean, part of me thinks about how so many of these stories we don't hear about, but at the same time, we keep hearing so many of these stories. So like, what are we not, you know what I mean? Like, it just feels like every week there's another person for us to be disappointed by. Yeah. Um, and what are we, who are we not hearing about because people are scared? Cause like, look how long she's waited to say this, but like how many other people are struggling even today, right now, with th- these kinds of issues and don't feel confident enough to speak out. And then you have the flip side of that, someone like an Amber Burt beard. Like it just, it, it makes it all difficult. And I want to say that the thing too, is like when uh, the, when it doesn't matter what gender you are, if you are a, a man or you don't uh, ascribe to either one of the sexes or you're you, you non-binary. Want, yeah. If you're non-binary, you know, if you have an issue, speak up. And I know that that's difficult, but like the sooner you do, the less, I don't know, we can fix the problem earlier and other people don't have to go through the same thing. Yeah. I think a lot about like when this kind of stuff comes up, I think about Kevin Spacey, mostly because he literally like, like a cop, like I want to say, I want to say raped, but I'm not sure exactly what happened. He was either raped or molested a a teenager that he was in a movie with at a time. I think it was molested. I think it was molested. He he asked him to touch his junk. Right. So since then, multiple people who knew about that story and like, like who were like in the small circle around it have disappeared. Like Kevin Spacey is terrifying because of the, if you follow that story, you have come up, shown up dead in this series, like in his thread of like this story of, you know, him being a person who molests people or rapes people and like that kind of thing. People have disappeared. Disappeared? Terrifying. Yeah. I'll have to dive in deeper, but like, yeah. Um, And so I just think about like, yeah, the people that you don't ever hear about because nobody considers it weird for the time or people are too scared to speak out about it. That's crazy. Very scary. (laughs) I'm glad somebody's army hammer. Thank God for that. Right. Cause yikes. That dude's a. He ate somebody. Oh, for sure. He ate somebody. I'm almost positive. He ate somebody. He's a cannibal. He's like a straight up. I think he actually did that. I think he I know, actually did it. I know you mentioned uh, Amber Heard. And I do want to say, like, yes, the difference, I think, in this situation is that um, I, th- I feel like Evan Rachel Wood's story is very clear that it was grooming. It, like, I know you, you and I have spoken about this because we talk about BDSM all the time. But, like, age is a huge 
factor in that situation. And like, even if she maybe agreed to some things that maybe she wasn't, cause you know, BDSM usually it um, usually it's supposed to involve consent all the time. So constant checking in and everything like that. And sure that could have been missed. Maybe she didn't know how to say no, but like, in every instance, he clearly abused his power over her in one way or another. And I'm just, mm-hmm. it's just really sad. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, did you have more? No, no, no. I was wanting to see what other tea you got. Hopefully you got, like, I want to see what you got. I mean, it's not happier tea, but it's more tea. I was, so. like, I was, like, I was hoping for some sweet tea, but I don't think we yeah. had any of that. Oh, like, oh my goodness. No. So I don't know if you guys heard about this, but uh, there is a black host of a, the Star Wars web series. Um, her name is Christina Ariel. And apparently she has faced, you guessed it, bunches of racism, um, you know, just for being black and also loving Star Wars. And um, yeah, I have I've read about this. It's the type of comment she gets on the on that YouTube is crazy. It's really tragic. It's not funny. What what it is is that it's so familiar that I yeah. so familiar. Why Absolutely. why can't we get into these spaces and be treated equally and fairly? I mean, she she's got two dings against her. She's a woman. Oh my god! And she's, she's black. black. Can't can't at all love space war because you're a black woman. <laughs> so you guys don't but like yet, that. on the. And we don't like it when you like that kind of stuff. So don't like it I mean, anymore. And the thing is, it's not even just that. It's, it's th- These fandoms are so toxic. Because you look at, uh, look at someone like Megan the Stallion, who is 100% an anime girl. She is legit what all those dudes who want a girl who's into their stuff is. But she's a black woman who makes rap music. So clearly, we can't respect her opinion. She could not at all like anime. She's doing it for clout. Who likes anime for clout? Right? Who? I'm sorry. Who Zero is people. Nobody. It nobody. takes too much time. Nobody. It's and money. If you're actually following these mangas on a weekly basis, or you're watching these shows and you have a subscription to Funimation or Crunchyroll, this it's not cheap. Or both, if you're hardcore. Right. It's not cheap. So, I mean, and you could pirate if you want to, but that still takes time and effort to learn how to pirate so you get the whole episode. Like, so, no. Nobody is doing that for clout. Nobody is watching anime for clout. That's not a thing. I'm like, what clout? What does that get her? Right. Who's going to like you? We, he, she's worried about y'all? She is not <laughs> worried about you, Jimmy. She's not. She don't care. Her if you listen to her high. music. Right. She's she don't even care. aware that you exist. She does her not knees are insured. She don't care about whether you like her and whether you can whether she's actually into anime or not. Like, why does it concern you though? Like, what are you yeah. worried about it for? Like, if even if she was doing it for clout, if you don't want to give it to her, don't ignore don't. her. Be like, mm, I don't have anything to say about that. That's all you got to do. Just shut your mouth. No, no, they have to have an opinion. You. Oh my god! Always, every time. So yeah, that's kind of what's been happening. But I will say I am impressed with the Star Wars Twitter account that stood by her and said that we do not stand for bullying and racism. Really excited. They should probably print a couple of newsletters, send that out to all of their fanboys who it hate is- every woman. Play before every YouTube video. Those words should just flash on the screen. Like, listen. Yes. Don't even bring it here, okay? Because this is not the place. 
or the time. We don't Not tolerate none of that. Be but because you know John Boyega called them to the carpet and said, "Y'all was trash." No, he really did. He y'all really was trash. <laughs> trash. Yeah, Throw it in yeah. the dumpster. It's, the whole when, thing. When he said, when he said, you know, they want you to say, you know, it was a really great opportunity, and I'm just thankful to have been a part of it. But it's like, no, <laughs> it was terrible. No. And y'all need to do better. Yes, that's exactly what he was like. I don't care. I don't care. And I mean, they did this man dirty. And we, you know what? We'll we'll talk about it. We will talk about it as the time comes. Before we jump into Star Wars Mm. review, because we are up to episode six, if you've been following along, ladies, I have a question for you our Disney question of the day. So we were talking earlier about Prince Naveen and what his background may have been. My question to you is, if you were a Disney princess, which of the princes would you want? If I were a Disney Disney princess, princess, which Mm -hmm. prince would I want? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Alive or dead? It doesn't matter. No, no, yeah, it lived or dead. Cool. There are princes that died. Didn't Coco die? Coco was not a prince. He was a warrior. But if you want to pick it, you can. He he wasn't a prince, but he did die. He's dead. Okay. You're right. He's not a prince, though. I guess he was like, you're right. It would be John Smith. Gross. Or John Rolfe. Or John Rolfe from Disney, from Prince Pocahontas, too. Also gross. Okay. Uh, also hmm. not princess. Also not princess. True, but I'm just like you know who would it be for Pocahontas? She was a princess. So well, I guess they became well. John Rolfe became a a prince when she, she when he married her. Married her. Married. Like I didn't see like that was like, I did not see. I think I saw like the first 25 seconds of it, and I was like, "Fuck this shit!" Like what? Pocahontas too. Pocahontas too was gut wrenching. Ladies, who do you pick? I'm so sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the princes. I feel like the default okay, so, is Naveen because okay. he's the only brown one, and so you oh, know, okay. only want the brown one. Okay, okay. there it is. I'm but a little bit more expensive. So okay, um, Snow okay. White. Snow White had Adam. No, not oh, Adam. Not Snow, White. Snow White. What? Who? You're right. I was just making a joke about the dwarves not being princes. No, 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 no. So Snow White. Um. Prince uh, Cinderella mm-hmm. had Prince Charming. Yes. Um, Sleeping Beauty had Philip. Um, Rapunzel had, I guess you could say, Flynn Rider because when they got married, they, he became a prince. Mm-hmm. Um, Naveen, uh, Eric from Little Mermaid. Eric was a hoe, so he would definitely never be my choice ever. Honestly, <laughs> like. I feel like even if Naveen weren't the only brown one, he's the only one whose issues are like normal enough to look past. He was just broke. You know what I'm saying? He was just broke and trying to get unbroke. But like Eric was a hoe. He was, but, like, but, but Prince of E was also a hoe. He spent that whole movie hoeing. Was he hoeing or was he just thinking about how he used to hoe? And now he's- I pick Eric. Air probably puts it down. I'm not that's so ridiculous, but he probably does. Aurora's prince, Aurora's prince kissed her while she was sleeping. That's creepy. That's gross. 
Like she was, he was told to though. He was told to. He didn't do that. it of his own fruition. He was told if you kiss her, you will break the spell. So it wasn't like how it is in the original movie in the original story. He like, tried to shake her though, like just in case. He didn't even try to be like, "Hey, yo, wake you up." You know who's all right? You know who's work. Okay, here go a kiss on the cheek first. Maybe that'll work. I'm gonna respect your boundaries. He went straight <laughs> for the nose. So I feel like it's a little better than Snow White's prince. Snow White was clearly 14 years old and dead asleep. And we don't know what the kiss was going to do. And he was like, oh, my God, she's so beautiful. Please lift the casket up so that I can. Like, that's gross. Like, like, he's gross. Like, Snow White's prince is out the count. Yeah, Eric, I think um, the Beast, Adam, that's his name. The Beast from Beauty and the Beast probably is who I would choose. Mm. Not in beast form, but like as he, because he learned a valuable lesson and we would rule this whole thing. I know that the staff is loyal. Like the, I enjoy the castle. That library looks lit. Um, I think from a perspective of who learned the most lesson, it was like the most, and he was well-read. He was cultured. He like, I would pick Adam. He was a kidnapper. He kidnapped he her. He did kidnap not kidnap her. Her father, he her, her father stole something and he was going to get put into, and she switched places. That's what she, happened. She was locked in a cage. For like five seconds. Then he For gave her her own room. For days. Listen, it's okay because I also choose Adam. Can I just have both? I'm going to do both. I'm going to do both. We're going to do both. You're going to do Adam and Eric. Yeah, we're going to do both. Okay. All right. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes got, I'm home and sometimes I'm at the Okay, sometimes you're at the, okay. All right. Yeah, Naveen was a hoe, so I'm gonna let that go. Cause who knows if one of those princesses that he was with before pops up and tries to cause some trouble, or mm-hmm. like when he was in town before he met before he got turned into a frog. We don't know what he did. You're right. That's right. You know, go ahead and throw Naveen in on, on mine as well. Oh, my, take, ma'am, I'm, you cannot have a Disney hero. <laughs> why not? First of all, I don't, I don't see why not. It. This is Black History Month, and I will okay. take all of my you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You can take it all. You can take it. I would also take then Maui because I like hmm. demigods. Okay, and I would also take Hercules. He's That's not a prince, like. and neither is Hercules. Not. He's None not. No. They're demigods, and I is a rank above prince because I feel like okay. Well, you didn't say demigod. You didn't say which I will. Disney. Man, would you? I will also you take Hades then if we're picking also gods. I'll take him too. I did. What, so if I, add, if I say Disney men, would that add to your list or is it still just Naveen? She's going to say that black man from Soul. She's going to say that Barbara from Soul. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. The big broad Ooh. one with the, with the beard. Yeah. Uh-huh, that's my type. Delicious that's looking. Yeah, that's who I knew she was gonna say if I had said but also, I'd open it but, also, but also Don Cheadle. Oh, oh look at her pulling, look at her pulling, look at her pulling into the MCU, ma'am. Mm-hmm. We are not there. Yes. And <laughs> you, just go you know what? right over Falcon. You just go like, no, I'm cool. No, Falcon. I don't I don't, I don't find Anthony Mackie attractive. His mouth is off putting to me. But he Don has a weird Cheadle, mouth. Uh um War Machine? Is that his? War Machine. War Machine. It's post-accident, like, uh, Stark Technologies robot legs and hips action. Like, I could take me some of that. Oh! oh. oh. 
my. Oh my. This is why our show. This is why our show is explicit. Oh my goodness. She said I want them robot legs. With the robot legs. Listen, he won't get tired. He ain't going to catch a cramp. Not that I know anything about that. He probably got all the moves. Two of them hips probably rotate something crazy. Did you say rotate? What the rotate? Ooh, girl, you move, I can't you know even. I can't even with you right now. I'm so through with you right now. I'm, so, I'm absolutely done. <laughs> At least she's honest, though. Tell us, how, tell us how you feel. All right. Okay. That was that was fun. Um, <laughs> that was fun. Uh, I probably, I probably will say, I would, I would probably pull Flint, Flynn, uh, Finn from Star Wars would be mm. my. We're doing live action, fellas. I would pull Finn. I'd probably pull some Loki and also some Thor and also Hulk. Okay, you cannot like, have uh, all of the men. You cannot have I all the men. Yes, I can. Why can't I? <laughs> I if Wolverine can have all the bitches, then I can have all the dicks, ma'am. All of them. It's going to take a take a cruise to the MCU. Mystique got a baby by everybody. Mystique got... Miss she really did. did. She did all up in everything. Well, she also might have been up in a lot of stuff. Uh, Black Widow probably done touched a lot you know, of different. Kind of slithered in there. <laughs> like, oh, does that mean you're bad? What? Yeah. No, she definitely did all that. Okay. Yeah. We rewatched Star Wars Episode Six. Um. So let's talk about it. First, um, I need to I need to ask Nisi first. Are you drinking wine out of the bottle with a straw? Well, I feel attacked <laughs> and, and also brought to yes, task. I mean, yes. I just I mean, a jumbo because, bottle. Like you, you grab it so quickly. You grab it and you sip, and it's all the way down here. So I couldn't see what you were holding, and it was just <laughs> like is she sipping. What kind of straw is that? It's so long. It's a super long wine straw. It's specifically for it's drinking specifically wine. for drinking wine out of the bottle. The bottle it's been a own. pandemic, girl. It's a whole panini oh, out here. You know what? It's I have to give me what it is. You can find them on Amazon. Is that what you? Yes, you can. Everything entire, is on Amazon. It's an entire pan. Uh, is it a panorama outside? It's so a whole panorama. Yeah. Why don't you tell the people? Do you know the name of the brand? Because maybe we could get them to send us. Oh, some. Yes. <laughs> this is the highly. Uh, <laughs> This is the barefoot. I can't see it, baby. This is a radio show. Our our co-host forgot that we are not on film. It's kicking in. See, Uh, that's the drinking one out of a straw. It will do to you. You forget. Straight to the head. Straight to the head. So it's a barefoot Moscato, pink Moscato, and that's the name of the brand. It's seven dollars and fifty six cents. Oh, bottle. I'm familiar with barefoot in there. I think yeah. everybody is familiar with barefoot. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm actually a fan of yellowtails, red <laughs> Moscato, pink Moscato. Yellowtails, pink Moscato is actually pretty good. I do but like yellowtails. But I'm not I was talking about Moscato. It's too sweet. No. For me. I, oh, you like you like do you like a do you like a more dry wine? Yeah, but not so dry as like Chardonnay. I can't drink Chardonnay, but I like my Pinot Grigio. Okay, Um, Pinot. All right, I can do. I can do a nice pear forward Sauvignon Blanc. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, excuse me, ma'am. Yes, uh, I can also drink the wine. (laughs) I'm mad at you right now. I'm so mad at you right now. I I prefer sweet wines personally. Um, 
But uh, like a sweet red is probably my favorite. Mm. Um, but a Moscato gets the job done. I like they have a fruit Moscatos out too, where they mix the fruit flavors <sighs> with the Moscato and it's delicious. Love it. Because I love but sangria. So mm, sangria like is delicious. So you know who probably needed some wine? Um, Leia, I think. Probably needs some wine. I feel wine. like she handled all that stress pretty well, to be honest. Out of freaking fuck lot. Out. It was a lot. As soon as on. I found out that motherfucker was my brother, I'd have been like, I'd have been upset a little How? bit. How? Why? We kissed. When did you find out? No. So the movie starts out with, um, and spoiler alert for uh, people who are like, unaware. It starts out with with uh, Leia and a very refined, mature. Luke Skywalker coming to save Han. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think we've talked about it before. I don't particularly like the love stories in um, in any of the trilogies, but I don't think of all the couples that make the least sense, Han and Leia make the least sense to me. Absolutely. I agree. What, what is the reason? Why? Why? Who is why because, girl? Why? Because he's semi attractive and she's the only girl. Because vagina is there. And so she must be. And she she would have been better off with Lando. At least she would have got her rocks off. Listen, first of all, ship it. Love it. I love it. I would Listen, love it. Leia and Lando. Leia and Lando would have made some cute baby. Anyway, that, whatever. That would have been a hot couple of seats you know what that's not star wars that's that's my brain no, star wars couldn't handle that i need i would i mean i've been i'm reading uh, the lando lando book but i mean her and lando could have been something i also so lando in this movie i wasn't sure mm, how to feel so um he he <laughs> ends up helping them whoops <laughs> what what did she say oh Oh, she talked about how Billy D. Williams is fine. Like, oh, I'd have been. I can see why my, you know, mom and grandmas and all these people were up in a tizzy for Billy D. Williams. I get it. I. You don't. So, so was- Luke has returned to Dagobah to get training from Yoda, and then Yoda's like, "BT Dubs." Vader's your dad, like for real. Like I'm gonna confirm it. I know he told you and you didn't want to believe him, but he is. And now I'm gonna die. It's like air peace. <laughs> rude. How rude. Absolutely rude. The rudest thing. So here is Luke, who I guess kind of is at the end of his training because Leota was like, "This is as far as I can train you. Like this is as much as I can give you for two reasons. One, you still got some issues to work out, and two, you're." Uh, you got to deal with this daddy situation, and I'm dying, and and, and I'm dying. <laughs> it wasn't just I'm dying; it was like also peace out. I'm gone. Like never right. mind. All done. Just 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 disappear. Join the force. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> That's what he did. He became one with the force. Like I've been um, around so long. So, what I enjoyed about this movie um, that I didn't like in the last movie was. I mean, Vader makes these movies. Vader, Vader makes this, this original trilogy, and in this last movie, watching him come to terms with what has happened to bring him to where he is now, where like he was fighting his son, and 
and and have your mentor then try to turn you against your son when you've already lost so much. Like the, his story is tragic. Like his story is absolutely tragic, which we learn more when we get to the prequels. But like his story is very sad. And I really felt for him when he turns on the emperor and is like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm not about to kill my son. Like you are attacking my son with this lightning force. I'm not here for it. We about to go to blows. Like that was yeah. a lot. That was a lot for me. Me too. I, uh, like I said, my brother, me and my brother, since I've been watching this, you know, he's been like all up my ass trying to figure out like how I feel about it. Cause it's very important to him. And yeah, he's a Vader fan. And he's been telling me this whole time, Vader's not all the way evil, like, you know, whatever. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I finally watch it and I'm like, oh, okay. He actually was put through it. He, um, one thing I did learn was that they try to catch Jedi's early, like when they're very young so that they experience mm-hmm. very little struggle. And mm-hmm. when, they, when they meet Anakin, in the obviously this is later but or earlier when they meet him and they keep saying he's too old you know he's too old to train like and i was like what is that all about and he was like yeah because you go through struggles and you have all these like biases in you when you go through struggle you know and it it affects how you feel and then it affects you know like how you react to others so if you have all this power and you you know like if you like can you imagine if hitler knew how to use the force like <laughs> be like oh I do not want to imagine that. <laughs> Vader was the only one on either side that actually had feelings and acted on his feelings. The Jedi, if they had feelings, they don't act on them because that's not the Jedi that's way. The and yeah. if the Sith have feelings, they are all too, negative too feelings. Or it's yeah. just like, it's not about feelings. It's just about power. It's not like, you know, emotional. It's cold and calculated. This is how you get to be in control. Invader is the only one that actually experienced like real intimacy and relationships and conflict and struggle within himself and making difficult decisions in his exo world and inner world. And so, of course, he is he's the one. It's him because he's been on both sides and he listens to his feelings. And nobody else was doing that. And that's what the balance in the force is. It's recognizing light and dark in yourself and being able to keep them in balance. And you can't have too much one or the other. Right. And I was, I remember talking about him specifically with about that. Like, obviously, peace is not balance. Like, peace in the Jedi's (laughs) viewpoint is not balance either. Because that just means everybody is not feeling, not being passionate, not, you know, like, that's the idea is to not have your feelings matter or affect the things that you do, which makes sense, I guess, sometimes, but other times your emotions are there for real, for real reasons and they're important. So yeah, I would say that he did in fact restore balance to the universe by mm-hmm. allowing himself yeah. to have emotions and put himself in. in, in I 100% agree. Anakin Skywalker Darth Vader was the chosen one. Qua, uh, mm-hmm. Quinjon was correct mm-hmm. when he said, I see something in this child. His Metachlorian count was super high. He is the balance that he brought. I mean, he we saw he brought balance to the force because the Jedi had lost their minds mm-hmm. or had stopped using their feeling of the force. And they allowed the Sith, the Sith to like take over. So... Yeah, so I think 
he he came and he did what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to. Um, I, I think next we're going to talk about the prequels. I believe we're going to go to one, two, and three. Ooh, ooh, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, for me, when I finished watching, <coughs> when I finished watching episode six, all I wanted was to know more about this man that just died. I wanted to know Vader's whole story. So I think Lucas, George Lucas understood that the, the, the poetry that he was writing. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I'm looking forward to our discussion about episode one. I'll tell you right now, I am a prequel fan. I prefer the prequels to the originals. Um, so I'm going to be um, fangirly <laughs> because I've probably seen the prequels more times than is healthy. <laughs> I like, I will I say like that. the oh. story. So I'm looking forward to watching the prequels. I, I like watching it one to six. I like watching it original trilogy and then prequel trilogy. I like watching Machete Order. I like the story. The story is my favorite. The story I is like. solid. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's definitely I, amazing. I like I like the prequels as well. They aren't my favorites, but I like the stories more than anything. Like, I feel like they give more depth to the characters that I'm interested in. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I don't know why people hated it so much. And I hope that we discuss Jar Jar Binks because I think that's important. That we will definitely be discussing Monsieur, uh, what, Senator Binks. We, we will. We will, talk about, we will talk about Senator Binks. I think it's only fair. Uh, came up that in that world. Mm-mm. Yeah. All right, ladies. Uh, I think that is our business for the day. Um, I want to remind everyone who's listening that you can send us your Disney questions of the day, DQOTDs, uh, to our social media platforms. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Down to Disney. That's D O N. D W D O W N the number two D I S N E S S. Yes, ah! that, there it is. Listen, I may have been drinking as well. <laughs> we be spelling. We be spelling. Um, but yeah, so hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. Check out our stories. We are now on Apple Podcasts. So if you are listening from Apple, please send us a review. Uh, send us a note. If you uh, head over to Anchor, you can send us voice notes, which we can play here on the show. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you would like us to talk about in the future. And uh, and yeah, ladies, it's been a great night. It's fantastic as usual. You just like talking into that microphone. Uh, she I loves sure that do. microphone, and we know I'm the reason gonna, why we right, love it. We're not going to tell you guys. We're not going to tell you guys why they love this microphone. But anyhow, ladies, we will see you next week. Same Disney time, same Disney channel. It's Disney. Bye. Bye. You guys stay black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay black. Stay black. Get out of here. Oh Lord. <laughs> Thank you.